0: Hello, hello, hello. Yo, yo, yo. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Grace let's, Would you The Honors. Uh, oh, oh, I got it a little ahead
1: of myself. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let me let's address the elefante in the room. Woo! <laughs> Been waiting to
0: hear you say that for a little while now. It feels good, it I feels have to good. say. I love that. All right. Well, today I'm really excited for today's episode. It's one that um, I kind of love, like all different podcasts, specifically on this topic alone. Absolutely. Right? And it's a little out of... It's a little out of, like, I don't know, what we've been doing. Like, I feel like generally this podcast has been very uplifting and just, Mm -hmm. like, fun and games. This is a little bit of a darker topic, but I feel like everyone's ready for it. And I feel like Grace and I are excited to get into it.
1: We are. You know, we need a little switcheroo here and there. And I feel like this could be fun for us. It could be very fun for us.
0: So here we are. And today we're talking about none other than conspiracy theories.
1: And there are a lot out there, but yes. we we've honed in to a few specific ones. Mm-hmm. And I would also like to thank our listeners because on our Instagram we put out polls and we asked what kind of conspiracy theories you wanted to hear, and the people spoke and we listened.
0: Speak. And I think that's my favorite part about this. Like, you know, there's conspiracy theories all over there. There's the Mandela effect. There's the Illuminati speculation. There's moon landing and 9-11 stuff for, you know, Americans out there. But we asked our listeners, what kind of conspiracy theories are you interested in? And they gave us some quality conspiracy theories. And I'm very excited that the two we are talking about today are two of those very very topics chosen by none other than Our very own listeners. So if you want to be involved in any of those polls when they happen in the future and you happen to listen to us, but maybe you don't know to follow us, it is on Instagram at the elephants podcast, elephant plural podcast the elephant's podcast um and then you can get informed and take part in polls and you know even dm us and ask us questions or you know suggest things like we love it baby slide 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 on in there i was gonna say take a little you know put a little water down get a little tarp going maybe a little soap and then slip (laughs) and slide right in there man
1: god i couldn't have said it better myself (laughs)
0: Oh man! All right, Grace. Let me let you in on the secret here of what two conspiracies we are addressing today. So, is Avril Lavigne really dead? Oh, some of you maybe didn't even know that was like a thing. It's like, wait, but but I just but I just listened to that one song. But there's a conspiracy. Yeah,
1: I'm a huge fan of this theory. I have to say, I'm glad. All right, so maybe you learn something
0: new. Maybe you can teach me something new. So we'll see. I'm excited. And secondly, we are talking about maybe one of the biggest conspiracies, certainly in American history, um, but one that I am personally very interested in and have only recently gotten into, but that is what really happened in Dallas, Texas on November 22nd, 1963. And for those of you who don't know what day and significant date that was in American history, we all know that that day JFK died, but how did he die and why? Why did mm-hmm. he die? Mm-hmm. So those are the two conspiracies. We got Avril Levine and we got John F. Kennedy. And personally, I think they're both icons and no one can refute that.
1: Yeah, I agree. Right? Icons, icons in their own way, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. So, so these
1: juicy, juicy topics, Grace, are you excited <laughs> about them? Are we ready to get into them? What do you think? I'm so excited. I'm a huge fan of the Avril Levine conspiracy theory. That's been around for a few years.
0: Oh, quite a few, yeah.
1: And I 100% agree with pretty much every conspiracy theory I read about her so I'm excited also I would like to add I feel like with conspiracy theories I'm the type of person especially if they're historical that if I if I read one I'll believe it like right away I'm like oh my god that has that has to be it like that has to make sense like every conspiracy theory I read about like JFK or Princess Diana or Abraham Lincoln or just like random people I'm like oh my god that makes sense that has to make sense yeah. So conspiracy theories for me are kind of like an answer. And even <laughs> if they aren't real, I feel like I'm easily persuaded. Well, so.
0: that's the thing too is I feel like even the most skeptical person can at least entertain the thought. So it's like maybe you're not fully here for them and right. you don't think they're real, but at least like the fact that all of these things make enough sense to make it a theory is pretty like, in, like, it's pretty cool that like people yeah. were able to figure this kind of thing out or connect the dots in that way. And like, as you know, if you've listened to anything else, like that we've, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, we did a Disney episode. And the second part of that episode, we pretty much just talked about conspiracy theories or maybe it was the end of the first part. I don't remember. Yeah. Um, but, like, yeah. it's literally in everything we do and talk about and watch and listen to, there's conspiracies. So, like, even if Disney Channel has conspiracies, like, some of the messed up stuff going on in the world, you sure as heck know there's conspiracies going on there. So, Absolutely. I'm excited for this one. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, I say let's just get right into it. Let's what do you go. Say? Let's dive right. in. I'm so excited. So, to start, everyone, let's discuss this theory about Avril Lavigne, sometimes called the Melissa Theory. So I'll fill you in on why it's the Melissa theory, if you're not familiar, but maybe some of you are already getting the wheels turning. So personally, the fact that there's a conspiracy theory about Avril Levine just kind of makes me laugh. Like, I think that's kind of iconic for her, like, or, you know, Melissa, <laughs> whatever one it is. I'm like, it just makes a lot of sense to me because it's like, where did she come from? Where did she go? Where did she come from? Cotton Eye Joe? Yeah. Or she, Avril Lavigne. That
1: obviously. I mean, first of all, beautifully <laughs> Second of all, I feel like she kind of fell off the face of the earth. And so when this theory came around, everyone was like, oh shit, like she's still relevant. (laughs)
0: Yeah, but yeah. it's also the thing that shook me the most about this theory is that I found out that it wasn't about like her. Like I think she dropped off the face of the earth around like 2011, 2015, because right. she yeah. actually got Lyme's disease, which I is know. like you know really sad, tough thing to go through. And she was just kind of bedridden and like in really poor health, and she was just trying to get herself back up. And mm-hmm. and so that's what really like her her lull at that point is what sparked this theory, but the theory goes back to 2003. They don't think that if Avril Lavigne died, that it happened in 2011 or 2015 when, you know, the theory came about, but it was really that like, if we look back in Avril Lavigne's like career, it looks like there was a change at this point. And at this point, it makes sense to say that she died. So I'm going to go into the theory and hopefully explain some things to you, but, but yeah, pretty crazy stuff to start with. So the way that the theory goes is that Avril Lavigne, the iconic pop star that we know and love, died in 2003, and at that point was replaced by a body double named Melissa, who was able to carry out her public persona and continue making music in the name of Avril Lavigne. Um, I do know this is pretty friggin' wild, but there is an entire theory page um, there's a blog that someone made. It was a Brazilian fan of Avril Levine in 2011 that made this theory. And if you want to look at the actual theory, it's on this website that's called avrilestamorta.blogspot.com um, <laughs> just because she's Portuguese. So it does translate. If you use it like on Google Chrome or something, you can read it in English if you're an English speaker. But um, but it is like a really cool theory to look at if you're interested it has like a couple translations issues but it's but it's cool um so yeah so so it's pretty sick and i think that it definitely explains a lot more of the theory so if you really 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 want to get into it definitely go to that
1: i i just want to add so you said yeah. that this happened in 2003 right the the death thing they're the saying happened thing. in 2003 yeah okay was th- would you say that I mean, was she, was that the height
0: of her career? Was she just starting? Okay, yeah, good question. So yeah. Avril Lavigne came out with her first album called Let Go in 2002. That was like the iconic album right. was Complicated. You had Skater Boy, you had um, I'm With You. I think those are the most popular songs. There was also Losing Grip was like the first song on that one. It's very mm-hmm. angsty, but also just like power vocals, like just killing it killing the game. That was her first album. So it really says that she died directly after the start of her career. Um, and I'll, I'll, I'll start getting into that one now. So I was actually reading an article that was released in 2007, that was kind of talking about this Melissa theory, and when it was put out. So it was put out in 2011, which is a lot later than they say that she died. But it basically is kind of like very um, retrospective, like looking back at kind of the change in her career. So if you go at 2003 and like look at the album Let Go, they say it's very different musically. And also like her personality changed a lot from them to the second album that was Under My Skin that came out in 2004. Um, The theory says that she might have had some songs on the like Under My Skin before she died, but it also could have been like, the new Avril Lavigne or like Melissa at that point taking over. So there's like a bit of overlap. So a lot of the the theory has to do with like the subliminal messages in the songs from the later albums, basically like the new Avril or Melissa as we're calling her um, taking over and like kind of dropping some hints, like Avril Lavigne died. Um, Actually the way that they say she died was that she committed suicide by hanging herself in her home. Um, And they think this, I know it's super specific and of course it's like really, really sad. um, But they say this because in some of the songs specifically they pull lyrics from the song. And again, if you wanna go on that actual website where they pull all of this stuff together you can look at it in a bit more detail but they pulled together a couple of songs um, from the second album. And let me see if I can find it, yeah. So the two um, songs is Nobody's Home and My Happy Ending. My Happy Ending is like an iconic song. And if you don't listen right? So it's kind of crazy because if you don't listen to it to like try to get clues about like did Avril Lavigne die, you're just bopping along. But it actually has some like kind of random and like tricky like messages within it that if you look at the lyrics, it's like, wait, is she dropping a like subliminal message or is this just like someone trying to pick up on something that's not really there, you know?
1: Interesting. I feel like now I just want to go back and listen to those songs and look at the little messages because when you're listening to them, you're obviously not looking for those things. You know, you're just bopping. You want to put on some black eyeliner and feel
0: angsty. Yeah. So So now
1: I I just want to go back and I want to look at the little
0: messages. Yeah, Yeah. no, Grace. I feel like I you're like what I was doing like a week ago when I started writing this episode for our podcast, I was listening to like every other song. I would listen to like one from her first album and then one from the next album and then one from her first album and then one from the next album, just trying to compare. And I will say like, I personally have a hard time hearing a difference in her voice. I guess her messages got like a little bit different. Like I guess she had some more like poppy songs or like, like happy songs And that wasn't really her vibe before. Um, But I don't know because I was like a fetus almost in 2003. Like I was two years old. Yeah, I was Um, much more mature. You were literally a year older than me. You were three. I was two. Let's be real. So Grace and I really have like no place in this fight because we didn't know Avril Lavigne when she like apparently died or like we never knew the old Avril. We barely know the new Avril. We just know the music, like the actual public persona of her, like at that time, I feel like is really important. And that's those are the people that are like, oh, yeah, this makes sense because she was a totally new Avril. Now, I think this is kind of where it gets interesting. Um, because, and okay, let me just first, we're gonna backtrack a little bit and I'm going to go through what they said supposedly had happened. Like, if this theory is to be true, this is what they think makes sense. So, the ideal the idea is that Avril committed suicide in 2003, partly due to her inability to handle the pressure of her fame. And also because of how hard she took her grandfather's death, which also happened in 2003. Um, All really sad. And this is a pretty bold claim. So if it is actually true, I am like really, it's really upsetting um, to hear. And while I seriously hope it's not actually reality and that this is a theory at best, um, we're going to take it for truth right now for the theory's sake. So at this point, Avril's dead and people would be like, okay, so if she died in 2003, her music career would be dead in 2003 with it, right? No, because if the theory is correct, this entire time she has had Melissa, who I will now give the last name Vandela to. Um, So Melissa Vandela is the full name of the supposed body double. She's had her in her like side pocket all along. So in 2002, after Levine released her debut album, Let Go, which features some bops, like as I mentioned, Skater Boy, Complicated and I'm With You, the claim is that Levine couldn't handle the fame and couldn't handle her fame and hired a body double, Vandella, to take some of the burden. So she would basically like do PR for her, like she would go to like the press and maybe even like Levine at some point could teach her how to talk like her and how to sing like her so that she could do more stuff so that Levine could kind of catch a break. Um, according to Levine's fans especially the ones that kind of were with her in since 2002 she was never great with paparazzi or with the press like she would get like pretty bad anxiety just by like talking to um to interviewers or anything like that and so one of those major major changes that people saw in her pretty quickly was that she was like all of a sudden good with it and people are like I don't think it's that easy to just all of a sudden be like not anxious around like interviewers and be like okay with that so that was kind of like an interesting thing too and I think that makes sense like it's hard to be able to adapt like that so quickly you know yeah wow I mean it kind of it kind of just seems
1: like this girl just like came in out of like nowhere and then she picked up where Avril Lavigne may have left off yeah. and like no one really even questioned it. This is
0: right. And especially because no one questioned it until 2011, supposedly. Right. Like, that's when the theory was made and people had to like completely look back like five, 10, like almost, you know, like 10, almost 10 years, like eight years in the past. Yeah. And be like, wait a second, does this make sense? And I think maybe it would have been a little bit different if it were like more, recent to like when they say she passed like maybe at that point Levine would have like commented on it or Vandela or the fake Avril would have commented on it but now when Avril Levine is like proposed with this story she's like right but like it's me like I don't know how to respond to that and I think some people have been like oh it's definitely true because she doesn't like she doesn't deny it very well. Or like, she like looks super awkward when they ask her the question of like, is she a body double? But I'm like, imagine someone calling you an imposter of yourself. That would, yeah. Like, what if, what if you're not Grace Baltimore? You're (laughs) there's a missing curl. I know that curl in your hair and it's not there today. Therefore you're an imposter. Like, what would you say? I, I wouldn't even know what to say. Right, I mean... like, would you get defensive and be like, no, it's me! Or would you just be like, um, no, like, it's it's me, because that's kind of what she
1: does. Yeah, I mean, that would, Annalise, that would be like you putting on, like, an Afro wig and trying to, like, be me, right? I mean... I mean,
0: low-key, but I feel like Vandella, <laughs> if it is her, is doing a pretty bang-up job, because she pretty much fooled everyone for a very long time.
1: That's crazy. Wow. Right?
0: So, I mean, the theory, as I've mentioned, it doesn't seem like a lot, but I will say if you actually go on the site, there are 12 different pieces of evidence um, from like this person that created the theory talking of Levine's death and Vandella's rise to fame, including her changing calligraphy, reconfiguration of like spots on her body and also like the subliminal message or uh, messaging in her lyrics, like I was mentioning from the later stuff. Um, so all of this together does sound super appealing um, and very interesting. So I definitely suggest going to that page that I mentioned earlier in the podcast and just taking a look at it just to see some more of more of the things that I didn't fully get into. Um, but I will kind of bring up a piece that I think me personally I was very curious about because I'm like, okay, Grace, tell me if I'm wrong, but The whole time we hear about, like, oh, Avril Lavigne's dead and she was replaced by this chick named Melissa. Right. I personally am like, where did we get this chick Melissa's name from? Like, who is Melissa? Like, why do we know it's Melissa? Why are we just thinking it's someone that looks like her? Do you know what I'm
1: saying? I mean, maybe. Was she, like, a close friend? Was she, like, I, I don't know. I-
0: I mean, it does yeah. seem kind of random that the name Melissa came out of nowhere. Right. And, like, imagine my surprise when I, like, who I'm actually doing, like, research for this episode, am also having as hard a time figuring it out. Like, I'm do- putting in the work to find out who this chick is. And all I can find out is that, okay, first of all, the original theorist never had a name for who she thought the new Avril Levine was. She just said it's, like, the new Avril. She kept on, like, using quotes and saying new Avril. So she doesn't really have a name for her. This is like all, um, all like the media and Twitter. Twitter, I think, brought this in. So the reason that Melissa Vandelik has been roped into this conspiracy is because of a tweet that was posted in December of 2015, when the conspiracy really picked up. So I know that I said the theory came out in 2011, but people didn't really find it, and it was Bra- Brazilian fans that really picked this up again because um, they were the ones that were able to find the blog spot. Um, they found the theory in 2011 we're going crazy about it everyone's saying avril's dead avril's dead everyone's really confused and it's kind of just like a joke amongst the followers right and then there was a username made in 2015 at avril is dead and they posted a tweet that said where is avril levine dash she's dead i'm the new one and the name for the handle of avril is dead was melissa Vandela. oh <gasps> so personally oh my i'm my like God. yeah no this is just someone that's feeding into the theory like i know your reaction grace like the oh okay interesting but i feel like it's just someone that's trying to give like a random like add reason. fuel to the fire yeah and something. it's like oh not only this but we're gonna find this picture of some girl that kind of looks like oh avril Lavigne and pretend like she went missing or something and apparently there was a Facebook page made for this Melissa Vandella. Um, and it says that her home is in Brooklyn, New York, but apparently it was set up by a Brazilian person. So the people that have been like on this like side of like the Avril Lavigne Twitter, like going crazy made this Facebook page using a profile picture of a girl that pretty much resembles Avril Lavigne like with her head down in a hood up and was like, oh yeah, it's her crazy yeah so this
1: all sort of start did this all sort of start from that tweet
0: yeah it was I don't think it it started from the tweet but like it was people on Twitter saying like Avril is dead like someone made a tweet that said Avril is dead and from there everyone's like oh my god what oh my god what and then people started to like Let more information out that Melissa tweet came out and then people basically found the theory and started pulling stuff from the theories like blog page and then it got traction and then it became famous pretty much everywhere because Avril Lavigne is kind of a big deal. Um, especially when it was in 2015 In 2015, she wasn't really releasing music. Like I said, there was that whole Lyme disease thing and she's better now, I believe, but, um, she was kind of just not in the spotlight. So she had like no way to be like, no, like, it's not, it's not true. She didn't really know what was going on, but she hadn't released music since 2011 when she released like that one album that had, there's a few bops in that one. I think it was called like something goodbye, something, um, don't really remember but but yeah so she was kind of out of the spotlight and that's why this whole thing kind of exploded interesting yeah what are you what are your thoughts grace i i think
1: for me the biggest thing about this theory is you know when i i first discovered it you know when i was like on what like Fucking Facebook one day (laughs) and I and but then you know I started to like research it a little bit for myself and I remember one of the biggest things and I think you had mentioned this was like her calligraphy was different
0: yeah 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 yeah. the whole like her her signature her signature and everything was different like she picked a new signature and for personally that also got me yeah yeah
1: I and I and then it makes me think about like I don't know, calligraphy can say a lot, man, especially when you're doing like restriction like crime and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. This that's yeah. it's a little sketchy to me. Yeah.
0: And just before we go on to the next topic, I'm going to mention the three things that really got me as well. And that was what her fans had noticed in her, the like the sudden changes. So they claim that there was a sudden change of personality, way of being, style, and kind of everything about her. And it's kind of hard to see because I think you can be like, oh, well, she kind of dresses the same from this year to this year. But they say that the old Avril would never wear all these like cutesy outfits and like the diva clothes and do the pink hair thing because she hated singer who's dressed this way. And she rejected the term diva and things like that. But the new one, she dresses this way all the time and she doesn't care if she's called out for being a diva and she kind of embraces that. And they're like, that is not the Avril we knew and loved in 2002. Yeah. They're like, it's, who like, is it's not that it's, a, it's not that it makes you a bad person. It just makes you very different from Avril Lavigne. Right. Um, and then the other one was that like the old Avril would never like display her body the way that the new one does and like, like basically like show off for the cameras and mm-hmm. do all these photo shoots and stuff. But the new one does this all the time. And again, it doesn't make you a bad person or a lesser person. It just makes you different from Avril Lavigne in their eyes. And I think that makes a lot of sense. So and then the last thing was just that in concert, she was like always the type to just stand there with a microphone and a band behind her. But the new one would do choreography and all that stuff. And she was like, not about that. So those things to me, I was like, wait a second, like this, this is enticing. So personally, I think it's kind of crazy to think about. I don't know if I would believe it or not. I would really like to think that that tragic thing that they say happened in 2003 never happened. Um, Maybe it's just that they're both alive and they're both just like so close now that you can't tell one from the other. Like maybe Avril does get her like time off screen and like the other one gets her time on screen and they can just both pretend to be Avril. Yeah, maybe
1: it's like a Hannah Montana kind of deal. Oh, but,
0: but- but but two there's two of them yeah (laughs) so it's like there's miley (laughs) Stewart, which is melissa and there's also hannah montana which is avril exactly but like sometimes avril just wants to be melissa yeah like sometimes sometimes melissa wants to be avril when she wants that fun
1: like sometimes miley wants to be hannah sometimes hannah wants to be miley i think that's
0: wow wait grace i feel like we just came up with a new theory here and i'm kind of here for it but before we get too crazy I say let's, let's, let's go over to the next one, because this well, one is just as fun. Let's skirt over there. Let's skirt over. So the next one is a bit of a whirlwind, and I'm not going to bring you through every single theory, but I will preface it by just kind of giving a brief introduction to the assassination of Mr. 35, President John F. Kennedy.
1: A.K.A. the most handsome snack out of all the presidents. Agree or disagree? I was going to say, I don't think that's could be refuted. Like, personally, okay, yeah. He snack. Yeah. he's so, He's just, like, he rest so scrum Maybe umptious
0: may Pretty much rest. couldn't have said it better myself. May he rest in peace. Okay. Maybe he rests in peace. Let's go. Anyway, so for anyone who doesn't know the case well or who needs a bit of a refresher, in 1963, the President of the United States, John F. Kennedy, was shot in the head and killed in Dallas during a parade that st- he, like, stood to greet... The president and his wife, Jackie, at that Rain. parade that he was, you know, going through, he had the sunroof open, he was in a little bit of a limo, he was just saying hi to all the people in Dallas. Lee Harvey Oswald was arrested as the prime suspect for murdering the president. Um he was supposedly shot in the head by a couple different bullets and that's a lot of what the theory like stands on is just that we're not really sure like how many shots there were like where they came from all we know is that like a couple or a few hours after the president's death lee harvey oswald was arrested and he was the prime suspect from that point forward but the reason that there are so many conspiracies to this assassination is that a couple days later lee harvey oswald himself was shot by the dallas nightclub owner jack ruby leaving americans without a chance for closure because oswald wasn't able to kind of tell his story and say his piece and be able to like explain to us what happened not gonna lie i
1: don't think i knew that yeah thought he killed
0: himself honestly oh really yeah Yeah. he was killed by jack ruby who like as part of some of the other conspiracies actually um he was kind of like in in you know the the club business but he was kind of like a mobby kind of guy kind of a shady guy uh Uh, that that that'll yeah some people are like oh maybe ruby's plan all along was to shoot oswald and maybe it was part of the government scheme uh, yada 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 you know how it might Yada, yada yada yes so this wild tale as you can see has spurred many conspiracies including some crazy stuff such as Um, The involvement of some seriously high profile people, including the CIA, the mafia, um, Vice President Lyndon B. Johnson, who was the successor of JFK, Cuban Prime Minister Fidel Castro, the KB... combination of other groups if you want to find a group that is like has been it's they're like you will find it like you will find especially in this time like it was just crazy so in 1964 the warren commission was kind of this group that was supposed to like figure out what happened and who are we persecuting and who is responsible for the death of jfk they concluded that oswald was the only person responsible for assassinating kennedy But many were not satisfied with this verdict. And one such person, his name was Jim Garrison. He was a DA from New Orleans. And he challenged this single bullet theory that said it was just Oswald's bullet, nothing else. And claimed that the film of the assassination, known as the Zapruder film, which is a very popular film, it's called the Zapruder film because this guy filmed the very moment I think that I've seen that shot. Yes, yeah it's, it's the it. most famous one I think it might be the only one in circulation of the president's death so it's like an actual
1: yes it's, it's an actual video of it happening
0: yeah yeah and so for a long time one frame the exact frame where he actually got shot was not included in it because it was just kind of terrifying um but recently that has actually been added to the film as well. Could so, you imagine just like,
1: you know, chilling, you're watching your boy JFK and Jackie <laughs> riding by yeah. in a car. You literally have your little camera out. You're just, you just, yeah, you're capture, just trying to record a historic moment.
0: Yeah. yeah. You're just
1: trying to like capture it and like have a good time. Maybe have a brewski after. And then sure. literally
0: you're caught up in this whole, whole thing. Yeah, pretty much. Well, I will say this guy got like a lot of attention afterwards from media outlets who wanted to buy his film. And he ended up, I think, actually selling it to Lifetime magazine for a lot of money, um, which it's like, yeah, that wasn't the point of him making the video. But at the end (laughs) of the day, I think he just wanted it out of his hands. And I can't say I blame him because that's like a lot of a lot to have on somebody and it's like obviously he was like okay take it over authorities like this is clearly something that can help an investigation Mm -hmm. but when that video came out and they actually released it to the public like i was saying jim garrison he was like okay look if we look at this video there's a pruder film it shows that there is a fourth shot from the grassy knoll and this comes the classic grassy knoll theory okay the grassy knoll what is that clarify that great question the grassy knoll is just the area where some of the like standards that we're just watching the president we're standing on it's just a place in dallas it's it's literally just like a grassy area that people were standing on watching the parade so they're saying okay. that there was the book depository which is basically the only reason we know what it is is because it's the place where um oswald was shooting from it was just right like it was like trajectory. this it was like this i remember watching it was like this building
1: and mm-hmm. yes okay and so the grassy knoll was the grassy somewhere. knoll was on the other
0: side okay of that. Okay. So it was like it was coming from two different angles, the gunshots. Right. So they think that he had a conspirator with him, um, being a con- that person being Oswald. So Oswald is said to have the one gunshot, and they think there was another gunshot from the grassy knoll. And that is mm-hmm. one of the most sound theories, I think, um, mostly because of all of the eyewitness testimony. Um, a lot of people that were actually there were like, I swear I heard a gunshot from the grassy knoll and like not only one from away, but from the grassy knoll. And this is being covered up and I don't know why. Um, The other thing is that people in the hospitals that were actually working in the hospitals were like, I saw a bullet hole from like completely going through like an exit wound in JFK's skull. But the actual brain documents like that you can see like JFK's brain apparently they might not even be of his brain. Like, this is a known thing now. Like, this is very recently we found out that the, like, visuals that we're looking at could have been fake. So it's like, what do we even know? Why is this so sketchy?
1: It's super fishy. Everything is under review at this point.
0: Yeah, pretty much. So, like I said, like, Garrison had this whole little claim. Years later in 79... There was actually a committee on assassinations, like a U.S. House Select Committee on assassinations of U.S. presidents and other, you know, big figures. And when they brought up the Kennedy case, they concluded that there was probably, you know, a conspiracy involved in the assassination. Like this was like the U.S. government was like, yeah, there was probably a conspiracy going on there. Wow. And it's like, you think it's like, but which one? Like, give us some answers. That's what I'm saying, let's, you know? Yeah. Like, let's get the answers going, people. I know. i like, you've been
1: questioning everything. Thank
0: you. I'm like, you're just adding questions to questions to questions. Yeah. I was like, our guy, out, Jim was already saying that there was something there. So this is nothing new. This is just another dead end. You also, know?
1: Also, I would just like to say, I cannot sure. believe, I can't imagine how Jackie is feeling through all of this. Oh,
0: you know? You know? Like, No. No idea. She's just,
1: she just, you know, her husband just died, and there's all of this shit happening.
0: And it's like, the girl can't even mourn. She's like, alright, who did it. Like, what's the deal here? Yeah. How's America doing? Like, are we gonna go into shambles? Damn.
1: Yeah. So Okay, so earlier you had mentioned the vice president, and I'm... Do you know
0: how he's involved? Okay, so I don't know how anyone's involved, because there's really just theories on theories on theories, but... Right. A lot of it says that a lot of the theories that involve Vice President Lyndon B. Johnson don't say that he directly did it. It's more of the thing where it's like, so, for example, he really wanted the CIA director out right? Or the FBI director out. I think the FBI director at the time was Hoover. Hoover was about to turn 70. The law said that on your seventieth birthday, you have to retire. Like you can't continue in office. Mm -hmm. And Hoover wanted JFK to like reverse that and be like, no, 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 you can keep working. But JFK is like, dude, you know, I don't like you. So why would I do that? So the theory goes he's that he's literally like get up at my trap house, right? Exactly. Yeah. And then, but Hoover's like, but I want to stay. Please let me stay, please. Yeah. And he's like, no. He's so like it's really fuck just out a little cat and mouse ever- game, exactly. Yeah. So the theory basically is it's not much more than the FBI basically heard about all these different attempts that were going to happen in Dallas, and they just didn't do anything about it. It's not really that they themselves did it. It was just that they like you know, heard some things and didn't do anything about it. Right. And then Lyndon B. Johnson, they think that he might be involved because um, Herbert Hoover, who was the one that was going to have to retire on his 70th birthday, Lyndon B. Johnson actually reversed that rule so that he didn't have to retire, even though it was like a like rule in the government. So Lyndon B. Johnson was on Hoover's side. So like, maybe he also knew about it. They're just, they, they were like, allies and everyone knew that and everyone was kind of like behind jfk's back like making some deals out here you know yeah yeah so that one's like not the craziest which is why i have two other um theories that i really enjoy that i feel like you are gonna like especially this first one this first one's pretty crazy all right i will say to preface my two theories apparently 75 percent of the public does not believe the original story of the kennedy assassination so honestly at this point i don't right at this point it's like let's be open to any theory yeah, so just, i just want to say let's just let's lay it open. all out let's, let's just, listen and yeah, here are some of my exactly. favorites so the first one i'm going to discuss is called the drunk secret agent theory that's what i like to call it anyway secret service agent theory initial thoughts grace just just from the jump okay so a
1: a secret service agent is pretty much i I could see it i could see it i could see it i was gonna say it's starting to make sense already i know yeah i i definitely could i could definitely see because they they're they're i mean they're the closest people to the president so automatically off the bat i'm like all right you're like i'm listening my my ears are open
0: okay thanks very much Let me continue. So the drunk secret service agent theory says that Kennedy's Secret Service men who are guarding the president's motorcade had been drinking until two, three, four, five in the morning, you know, pretty pretty late. Like they were partying, they were gonna done. They were um, throwing it back. So, you know, those guys, the guys that are responsible for saving the lives of JFK and Jackie, they were impaired that day for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, there is you know multiple sources that have said this. Um, On top of this the theory speculates that George Hickey specifically one of JFK's secret servicemen fired one of the shots that actually killed Kennedy that day. It wasn't necessarily that it was like in it wasn't it was aimed for him but I'll explain that further so George Hickey was apparent or allegedly hung over from the night before so a bit off his game to say in the least apparently when lee harvey oswald fired his bullet at the president hickey responded by trying to fire back at oswald's direction but he actually hit the president instead
1: oh my gosh yeah yeah
0: again like this is the theory but a lot of people think it makes a lot of sense
1: has anyone heard of rallying come on people (laughs) stay hydrated so this doesn't happen
0: literally pop an ibuprofen in this would have been fine (laughs) exactly exactly oh my god grace we could teach people a thing or two back in the 60s we really could man well some people also think that there could be like a couple other things going on here it might not have just been that he was drunk um it could have also been because he was an inexperienced gunman which personally sounds terrifying like you're a secret service agent for a like president of the United States. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, like maybe I, you should be better with your service weapon. If you are to serve. That's I, my yeah. I,
1: I mean, they have to go through extensive training. I'm sure. Yeah. So
0: I'm not really sure why like people think this, yeah, like this was part of the theory that like, Oh, maybe he's an I don't really know how that got through or how that would yeah. get through. Yeah. But the second part of the theory maybe makes a little bit more sense to you. So, so hear me out on this part. So some think that Kennedy, well, Kennedy wasn't his target. If the car did jolt forward suddenly, like the driver could have like stopped suddenly while he was aiming, he could have like kind of maybe shot off his aim and hit his boss instead, you know, I think that one makes a little bit more sense because it's like he was aiming there. And then he kind of had to shoot wild because the car like went crazy on him and he ended up shooting the leader of the free world. Um, too bad. So sad. You know what I mean?
1: Wow. Are you following me, Grace? Yeah. I mean, (laughs) too bad so sad is rightly sirs
0: yeah yeah and i mean if this case if this were the case it'd be totally it wouldn't be totally unbelievable i don't think to think that it could have been something that the government would want to cover up i think that claiming that lee harvey oswald acted alone does kind of make sense being that you would want to save like a good man's reputation being that if you think about it oswald's aim at the end of the day was to kill the president while hickey was to defend him he just didn't do it very well if that case is true. So yeah, that's, you know, that's, that's our one theory and I have a second one. And the second one is more about, you know, if you're good for some mafia tea, that's what we're going to go into right now. Are you here for the mafia tea, Grace? Hi,
1: the mafia scares me. Just the word mafia scares me. Um we're going to call it the mob for
0: the rest of this episode. Is that better or
1: I don't know that's still that's still a little scary
0: and spooky to me. Okay, well, you just you just sit tight there. I'll take all of their um everyone that's going to come at me after this. I take it all. <laughs> okay. You're <laughs> exempt from this. I'm okay. sure. I'll, okay. I'll send them my address if they call me and make death threats it's okay fine. so
1: dumb question the mob and the mob and the mafia are the same
0: thing One of the same as far as i'm concerned yes but okay. maybe other people can tell me that we're both idiots and i'd be fine with that okay so let's just be idiots together um right. where do they reside
1: what do you mean like I, this is i this there's is a lot on. of
0: different mafias okay
1: okay so they're just scattered yeah Okay.
0: Like, have you have you watched The Godfather or like Scarface or like these other mob movies?
1: I wish I was cultured, but no, and okay, so it's like, probably because I have Ember's New Groove on repeat.
0: Right, so, right, right, right. So okay, that's, fair. Yeah. Yeah, fair. I mean, you'll get to it when
1: you get to it. I do want to watch The Godfather though, and I feel like a I lot actually watched The it.
0: Godfather um last last week. We, my dad <gasps> and I, like we watched all oh. three of them. It was pretty sick. Yeah, I love those movies. Very iconic. I, I actually used to have a peekers. poster in my dorm room, but I gave it to my brother cause he loves it. Cause you're a good person. I am a good person. And maybe I'll get another Godfather, you know, uh, poster just to scare Grace off. Okay,
1: <laughs> let's proceed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's get into the theories shall we? Let's, let's dive in. So the speculation that the mob would have wanted to take out JFK has more to do with his brother Bobby than it does to do with the president himself. Now, I will make this a little bit more clear because some of you are like, who the heck is Bobby? But others are like, oh, RFK. I know that guy. I don't know the Bobsters. Yeah. So um, RFK was JFK's brother. He was quite the politician himself. A lot of people are like, oh, he was a better politician than his brother. His brother was just more of like the looks and he was better. He was better at like talking to the public. Oh, yes, he was. Oh, my goodness. So Bobby, (laughs) he was actually the district attorney at the time of his death. And at the time of JFK's presidency too. And he uh-huh. was hell bent on prosecuting organized crime. Like that was his whole thing. So like he was also a politician. He was involved and um, it was kind of his whole thing to like kind of fight the mob in a way. So it was like, was he kind of asking for it? Maybe, but, uh, but yeah, so that was kind of the whole point. So did the mob like take out JFK? Maybe, but like Maybe. let's look into like some of the possibilities here. So it is said that right after his brother died Bobby had this feeling that like John or Jack as he called him died because of his own actions and he was like I led to the death of my own brother and I feel like that guilt like oh my god I feel for that like I that's really upsetting to think about I think I'm like you were talking about Jackie before I'm like Bobby over here like man was like it's my fault that he died oh god that's so so sad right like doesn't that kind of kill you inside yeah Terrible. So, RFK might not have been totally wrong about this guilty feeling, though, and it is kind of sad to think about that fact, um, because he was going after all these crime bosses, and they aren't the kind of people to take this, like, negative pressure lightly. They're going to come for you, and they're going to come for your family, and this is, like, known, you know? Yeah. Um, So, New Orleans crime boss, Carlos Marcello, has been, like, tied to the conspiracies, um, especially, like, all these mob conspiracies about JFK's death. Um, And apparently he was um, kind of targeted by RFK and he was trying to get him deported because he was like doing all this crime and he was, you know, whatever, whatever in New Orleans. And so Marcello, when he saw Bobby Kennedy, blurted out this Sicilian curse on him as if the Kennedy family doesn't already have enough curses going on. I don't know if you know about all that. Like, it's pretty crazy. So not only did he get a Sicilian curse on him and possibly his family, especially being that it's Sicilian, he doesn't really know what it was saying. Mm -hmm. It was just a curse of some kind. So an FBI informant was told that JFK wasn't going to make it to re-election and that he would die before that was going to be able to happen. And by informant, they're talking about like someone who got this information from the mob. Um... So it's like already getting a little bit fishy because they're like they were like they knew he was gonna die. And it's like, yeah, a lot of people can say that, but when it actually happens, it's like, whoa, how do they know that? Then that informant actually also died. So kind of sad. Um, back to Marcello, though, the curse guy in seven or 1976, another mobster named Johnny Rosselli claimed that Marcello was involved in the president's death. So this was like years after the president died um and he kind of ratted out marcel and was like oh yeah he was like totally in on that but then roselli was killed before they could get any more information out of him so it's like this is kind of the way the mob works like all these people are just dying 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 could be that they're just in a dangerous industry and that's why they're dying but it could also be because they're actually like dropping some facts and before they go too far and reveal the whole thing about the president's death they're killing them off so there's I a lot going on, on with that theory. Right? They're just pretty crazy. And there's like a lot of other mob theories. Like you can probably, you know, go into that for hours. But right. I will say just like generally JFK conspiracy theories, obviously we only covered like maybe three, two and a half here. But I want to plug a podcast that's on Spotify. So if you listen to this from Spotify, I listen to a lot of this specific um podcast. It's called Crime Countdown and it's a Spotify original. Um, The two girls that do that podcast, they have an entire episode on JFK conspiracy theories. So if that specific one really, you know, piqued your interest, I would go to Crime Countdown's page and just like scroll for that one because they really do not disappoint. They have 10 like wild ones and they explain them really well. And then you can go and do your own research on that one as well as the Avril Lavigne thing. So I really think we got a lot done here, Grace, and, and uh, at least we
1: certainly did. We certainly covered a lot. We, we certainly did. covered a lot of fear. We covered two conspiracy theories, but there's a lot of theories within a theory. Very and true. I feel yeah. like we covered that, and you did very well with the research. So, <laughs> please give a little pat on your back, as I would like to say to my fourth graders. Well, that's you sweet. Go. Um. Yes, I. Okay. So, to overall. With Avril Lavigne I definitely think some of that's true mm-hmm. hearing what you have said yeah. I now am like I you know it's a little far-fetched for me some of it so yeah. um now I'm like I'm not sure right however with the JFK i would like to say i think i believe the grassy knoll theory the most mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just see and i feel like that's a very popular one
0: yeah but it's also like the grassy knoll doesn't say a whole lot other than yeah. that there's a second shooter but and I it's like think, I don't know. that's I the thing like that picture. i kind of want that i want that blank to be filled in because it's like yeah, yeah. there's a, it's a lot to say like oh the grassy knoll there's another shot going on there um and the government's just not talking about this but they of course know it but I think there's also a lot more to be said when you actually are giving people, like, as, you know, this was the person. Right. Um, so, so yeah. So did you happen to have a favorite um, of your theories here? Did you like the grassy one best? How are you generally feeling Mm, about
1: I did, well, okay, so I certainly didn't know the secret service agent one, and that's definitely one to look into. I definitely think there's a possibility that they could have been drunk. I think I believe that, actually. Mm -hmm. Um, And that would make a lot of sense. It's like everybody's house these
0: days, you know? It's just like most of us aren't in the position where we can accidentally kill our boss right right and so i think
1: that one is one i'd be willing to look more into and you know what that that just makes sense to me either the grassy knoll or the secret service agent that makes sense um however what was that film called that the guy had what was it was like the, the Zapruder film the Supruder film. I think I'm gonna have to look into that. The JFK conspiracy theory interests me. Probably one of the most interesting conspiracy theories. Oh, out there. for sure.
0: I was gonna say, I feel like that's without argument. There's just so many loose ends to like an actual right. like crazy historic event that like I feel like it just it just calls for conspiracy theorists to go crazy. Right. You know what I mean? So yeah, pretty crazy stuff. And Grace, crazy. I know that we love our good conspiracy theories. We do. So I feel like they might be excited when you tell them what they can look forward for our next episode. Absolutely.
1: Next week, we will be doing a part two of conspiracy theories. Oh, yeah. And I'm very excited for that because I feel like, honestly, you could go on and on with conspiracy theories. So we will bring you a part two. And during part 2 mm-hmm. not exactly sure how many there will be but there will certainly be one and that will be princess diana i for one first of all i love her i find her whole story really interesting and i find the conspiracy theories more interesting and on our instagram it was a fan favorite so we will definitely be going over that and the second one will be a surprise i'll have to see
0: i'll have to see What we're feeling, I like keeping the surprises though, Grace. I keep them at the edge of their seat, keep them at their edge of their, yeah, exactly. You said it, you said it best. I couldn't even get out of my mouth, exactly. Well, on that note, everyone, I think I'm about done with talking, and you're a bit done with listening to me. So, thanks so much for listening this week. Go back and listen to some of our other conspiracy stuff, like on the Disney episode, go to Crime Countdown and listen to more JFK conspiracies. Check out. Avril Estamorta.blogspot.com to check out the Avril Levine conspiracy theory and, and watch very The Godfather. Much- oh and watch The Godfather and that's pretty much all your homework and you that's have different. to get it done by next week. I'm- Good luck everyone. Thanks.